Welcome. Welcome back to episode seven. <laughs> episode oh. seven. It's called Voleth Mate. Voleth Mate. As in so, V-O-L-E-T-H-M-E-I-T, not mate. Oh. Not like mate. Not Voleth Mate. Yes. Okay, fine. And mate. we've we've prepped for this episode. You've had a lem sip, as you said. Yeah. I had a uh, baby bell. Uh, sandwich it was actually a pita bread actually. what yeah baby bell and pita with some salad and some garlic sauce it was a quick drop that bombshell i know i should have done actually... this before i should actually actually i've been experimenting because i was on uh, another podcast uh, recently which is definitely worth checking out called hoovering with jessica foster q oh, yeah. and uh, that's a podcast all about eating and i was tasked with finding something that I'd fallen out of love with to then fall back in love with food wise. Baby bells. No, chickpeas. So what's that got to do with the <laughs> So because I've experimented? Yeah. <laughs> that was that was absurd what just happened, man. <laughs> that was ridiculous, that conversation. <laughs> I was trying to explain. Because I'd experimented with chickpeas, I then was experimenting with other foodstuffs, and that led me to experiment with baby bells. Admittedly, I made that clear. Anyway, right. And how was it? It was uh, what the, uh, the the baby it was a good sandwich. Yeah. What? How many baby bells? I would have put three in, sliced in half with a yeah. knife, but I'd already eaten one before I started making the sandwich. So I didn't now, we should say, because uh, we have a lot of listeners around the world, I don't know if everyone knows what a baby bell is. I don't know if it's a very British thing. Uh, it's like a round bit of cheese that you have as a snack. I mean, what Co- actually is Covered it? in wax. It's, it's like Edam cheese, but is it? it's a smaller one. I think so. Is it? It's a bit weird because it, it is a snack, like... What's going on with baby bells? There is bells? a babybell.com and it looks like it probably is in the United States of America. So people may be what? They are. Yeah. Oh, sorry, everyone. I had Possibly. no idea. It I looks had like no you can buy idea. them on Amazon in America. No, there are other right. places to buy them. But... I don't know if they... Do people buy it, baby bells off Amazon in America? Why would you buy it? Baby bells off Amazon, actually. Yeah. Well, maybe they don't have them in, you know, your Walmarts, your Targets. Yeah. Your uh, Wendy's. If you leave us a review, a five-star review for this podcast, just mention in the comment uh, whether they have Baby Bells over in the USA. Mm. If you could leave a five-star review and title it Baby Bell. That'd be, that'd be perfect. Don't, don't say anything else. Yeah, don't say anything else. Just put that. <laughs> um, right. So episode seven, Voleth Miet, which is uh, some elven stuff. Uh it's all kicking off now. We're, we're near the end of the season, of course, near the season finale. Uh, it starts with Neneka warning Geralt about Siri, being like, she's got a lot of power. It could be bad in the wrong hands. Geralt's angry about Yennefer taking her away. Uh, Neneka is uh, like, oh, you know, Yennefer was probably under some kind of spell. It's kind of what she says. She's like, you know. Well, I touched on this and the 
previous episode that that whole segment in the books is a lot longer. So with Nenica. So Siri goes there for a lot longer. Yennefer doesn't go there and take her away and doesn't, um, you know, use her as a pawn for her own needs. So this is actually something that's been brought in by the Netflix crew. Interesting. Interesting. I also made a note. Uh, We sort of had two sort of scenes back and forth uh, that uh, Nenica and Geralt and then uh, Yennefer and Siri. And I said very gloomy episode. It was very gloomy. Very dark, felt cold. What particular aesthetics made it colder? Uh, like the lighting, you know, very cold lighting, very light blue. There is a uh, crisis. It might be that. It could be that, yeah. It could be a power cut. Then Yennefer is, 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 is yeah, it's a bit weird. I mean, Yennefer's uh, leading Siri somewhere. Um, or kind of holding her in this place, which is all a bit, it's, it's a bit, I didn't know what was happening. But there's a voice telling Yen to bring Siri somewhere, and it says, chaos will be yours. And of course, she's doing this because she lost her magic, and mm. she's basically made a deal with whatever being this is in order to get yeah. her magic back. And if you remember, she was resisting this, and then gave in in one of the previous episodes when uh, she was captured after trying to help Yaskia. And then she disappeared. Oh, yeah. Now, I made a note that I, I said I wouldn't like to have chaos personally, but fair enough. Would you like it? I think chaos is... Um, chaos is good sometimes in terms of excitement, I guess. But all the time, if you wanted mm. chaos all the time, yeah. then you'd have to control that chaos. That's I don't want to be going to the shop and then I, I've got all this chaos and then there's like a, a bus goes past me and it goes flying, you know. Well, I don't want that. Why would the bus flying be chaos? Because <laughs> I've got chaos. It's just like, it's it's like chaos. There's no, uh, you know, there's no order to it, is there? You know what it is? There's no downtime from chaos. That's the thing. That's it. There's no need some downtime. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind sort of intermittent bits of it. How would you do self-care? Impossible. You can't have a bath. Every time you have a bath, it just... Mm-hmm. The boiler explodes. <laughs> um, I put then... that the... Um... Sorry, go on. I was just going to say, and then you get mixed up between the soap and then you end up getting loads of sort of washing up liquid in there. And then the whole bath like fills with bubbles and mm. then it's scalding hot bubbles. And then it starts leaking down into the pre- the flats below. Like it, I can see how it would be difficult to live with. Look, some people might think this podcast is too niche, right? But niche is the best. Where else would you hear this kind of thing? Nowhere. You just hear people talking about, oh, you know, I've seen other people talk about The Witcher, just very basic lore stuff. It's very good, you know? And then you have people that watch The Witcher that are angry that some of the characters aren't white, you know? We're not doing any of that. We're talking about if you have a bath, the boiler might explode. If you have chaos. These are important things. Because one of the (laughs) biggest scenes that people have, if you watch the, the, the Netflix or... 
if you just the games, one of the biggest things you see or mm. stills is Geralt having a bath. Thank these, you. These are the things we need to worry about. Thank you. I think I'm a bit delirious because I've got a cold. And you're, you, you're just going with it all. Well, I've just been surrounded by anaesthetic gases all day as well. So, oh, so I might be. Um, I've put, oh, so we're both, okay. Uh, I put the uh, Dijkstra is back, which is good to see. And uh, a car here is all dressed up fancy now. And I made a note. I said, is he too evil? Looks a bit, he's quite evil now at this point. Which is the way he looks. Back to being a Nilfgaardian. Because you remember he, really he was has. he was initially just um well not initially but obviously captive he had his little beard and stuff like that and now he's following his orders or so he thinks mm-hmm. oh we have a horrible scene now now i'd like to know what you think about this because this sort of thing i don't like we have a horrible execution scene public execution where one of the local, I guess one of the elves has, has been accused of stealing something. She's like, no, no, I need it to feed my family or whatever. And they hang her in fringilices. And I, I don't really like seeing that personally. You know what I mean? I just think, could you not just insinuate or could you not just send her to jail? That would have been enough. Do you know what I mean? Well, what do you think? Send, sorry, send who to jail? The, the lady who stole the bread, the elf, instead of hanging her. Yeah, like I mean, <clears throat> there's persecution of the elves, though, isn't it? They're trying to mm. use any excuse they have to kind of really persecute them. They don't want <sighs> to give them a fair trial or anything like that, do they? It just, I, I don't know. I always find it a bit, especially in like fantasy things, when there's like re- real horrible cruelty. I just find it a bit like, come on, do you have to, you know? But then fair enough. It does. There is a sort of redemption coming later, which we'll get to. Um, now, uh, Yaskia is in a prison, singing away. And one of the words he uses in the song is Horson, which is used a lot in The, in the Witcher 3. It's used a lot in The Witcher 3, the game. Mm. Uh, Primarily because of one of the characters in there as well. So it's used I'm always by, it's used I'm a confused. Lot, yeah, it's, Sorry, it's used a lot by you know just generic NPCs as they were, but yeah. Horson Junior is also part of it. So I think it's used a lot because of that link. No one likes Horson Junior. Is his name actually Horson, or he's got that nickname for being terrible? I think that's a nickname. That always confused me. <laughs> okay. If it was a given name, it'd be strange for the parents to have gone for that option. But it's odd, yeah. Um, and then Geralt comes in and saves Yaskia. Also, Woo! just on that point, just on that point, oh, Horson Junior yeah. suggests that there's a Horson Senior. So there's a possibility that actually could be the family family line. Oh, there's generations of Horsons. Generations of Horsons, yeah. Yeah. Um, what did I put here? No, I can't. All right. Um, I can't remember why I put elves don't want to fight. What was? Oh, that's it. Sorry. <laughs> I watched this episode like a week ago. Um, so like then the you've name got of this, the name of a song. Elves don't want to fight. Elves don't want to. Elves fight. just want to have fun. Um, 
the uh, the elf uh, the elves that have got that baby now. So so what's happened here? So um, is uh, am I correct that um, am I am I correct that this elf and her elf husband uh, wanted a baby, and by doing a deal with that spooky voice, they now have a baby. That's what's happened, right? Yeah. They... Yes. And okay. Well. And now that they have the baby, they've said to Nilfgaard or to like Fringilla and um, Kahir, they've said, no, we don't want to fight anymore. We have a baby now. Yeah, they said they don't want to fight anymore. Pathetic. I'm not sure if the, how much the spooky voice had on the elves themselves, because the spooky voice was for Fringilla, if you remember. She's the one that made the deal. Hold on. Did the spooky voice not talk to the elf lady? I thought it did. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. That's what's going on, right? They've all made a deal with this thing. Yeah. And then it's going to get its... Again, this is all Netflix's um, incarnation, so it strays, mm. it strays from the book, but it, it is all leading to a head now because we're starting to see the comeuppance of the choices of what everyone went for. There's a scene where Yaskia um, and Geralt are hanging out after he's been rescued and Yaskia's uh, in like a little um, lake, pond, uh, stream, washing his clothes or whatever. And he takes his top off and he's a very muscular guy, the actor. Now, I, and, and I know that you have as well, we, we've got personal trainers recently. And when you start looking into all of that, you see how hard it is to actually get in really good shape. And it takes years of, of hard work to really get, you know, muscular. Now, how would Yaskia be that muscular? Well, I was thinking about this because I think in the first season, he wasn't this muscular. He was more sort of average. And you're right, mm. he's really bulked up. So I think... He's massive. Between, I think Yaskia, the character, not, and the actor, obviously decided that, you know, season two was a goer, needed to bulk up for it. <laughs> yeah. So it my, has happened rather quickly. Scene. Yeah, but I was thinking about this the other night when I was being, you know, a passenger watching Love Island because Island, we've got one TV and uh, my other half wanted to watch it. She likes, right. she likes the drama. Um, that's what she says, but there's lots of topless men and uh, ladies in bikinis. But the topless men, they, they're they really well bulked up as well. And they're all kind I don't know, how long does it take them to get to that stage? I mean, are you just, you're not just born like that, are you? After. No, these guys go to the gym constantly, man. They're they're obsessed. What like every looks. day? Pretty much, I'd say three, four times a week. Um, they might be in quite athletic and do other stuff, like they might be involved in some sports, but um it takes ages, man. Or to, to have a six pack is like that's insane levels of work, and your body fat percentage has to be very low. But that is that diet as well, though, because it's yeah, because I've been I've been to the gym like three times a week and I haven't, I've got a, I've got maybe a 12, four or 18 pack. It's not a, you can fit more than six. It's uh it's bigger is what I'm saying. You know, I can't, um, not, not more muscly. What I'm saying is it's just a, it's like a bag for life rather than actual ah. type. Yeah. But you've been going to the gym. You've been about six times. No, I've been more What's than that. Difference? How many times? I haven't, I've been once in the last week. I get that, but right. But what you're saying that's is why going, they live. That's in why the you're gym. not going on Love Island. See, 
Oh, I think I'd do all right on Love Island. I'd like to be the average guy on Love Island, the one that's not muscly, just like turn up. Because you'd be different. And then everyone would look at you and go, oh, that, that person's different. And then you could then, you know, sort of sneak in with your sort of, you know, interesting character and take over, mm. be the one that everyone wants. I don't think it's going to happen. With Anyway. Would you do Love Island if you got asked? No. I think it's horrible. Why? I just think it's all of that reality TV stuff is pretty nasty. Um, anyway. People, people love it, though. I mean, I don't watch, watch it unless I'm having to, but people love that show. I haven't uh, seen it. I've watched Love is Blind and The Ultimatum, also on Netflix, and... It's it's good fun, but it's absolutely horrible. There's a guy called Yarpen. Which we've met before in season one. Right. What is his accent? Scottish. But it's weird. It doesn't sound authentic. Scottish. Now I looked up the actor, and apparently he's born in America, but he studied in Scotland a bit. And his accent sounded a bit mad, which I guess works okay in this world, you know? It doesn't have to be spot on. He's not from Aberdeen, is he? You know, doesn't exist. So he's actually American, he's not? I think he is. It was quite hard to tell, but I think he's born in America, spent some time in the UK. But I just thought his accent sounded a bit too... I don't know, it sounded a bit forced to me, but I don't know if that was just me. Um, yeah, um, I got annoyed as well because this guy, uh, Yarpen, was like when he met Geralt and uh, Yaskia, he he asked Geralt if he'd join his gang. He was like, Are you joining us? And I thought, Geralt's not joining you lot, that's not what we want to see. What that's not the show we want. Well, Yarpen, he he, he he they kind of team up sometimes, though, don't they? Because they sort of teamed up in season one for a little bit when they went on that trek, didn't they, for the yeah. Golden Dragon? Oh, that episode, yeah. So they do... He's got to have some kinsmanship, hasn't he, Geralt? Because he'll need to call upon people to come and help him in the future as well. He can't just constantly, you know, tread mm. the path alone. I know, I know that's mm. the mantra, but actually, if you look at it, you know, all the, um, all the witches get together and have a you know, a bit of a bonding party before they all disappear again. So needs a little okay, bit. Okay, I've, I've been harsh. Uh, then we go to Yen uh, with Siri, and, and Yen is teaching Siri more magic stuff, and Siri ends up destroying a bridge. And uh, do our eyes bleed, right? That was yeah, a bit... And don't they, and, and they end up on the other side as well, don't they, mm. at one point? So it, it, it displays at that point to Yen how powerful... Series Paris, and I wonder at that point as well that Yen, obviously in the Netflix series, is is she envious of the powers more than anything else? Because that sort of maternal feel that you get in the games and the book mm. of uh, Yen to Siri that hasn't come yet. It's almost like not competition, but you, you see what I mean. It's there's a it's difficult for Yen to sort of reconcile how she feels in in the series so far. She's got, she had all this power she worked towards. She's now lost all of it. And then out of nowhere, this Siri character is like 
the most powerful person ever, pretty much, that she's seen, probably. Yeah. Can't be good, can it? For the ego. Now, what we have is, uh, next, is the uh, best, one of the best scenes, in my opinion, of the series. Do you think so this far. is a scene that's almost similar in in style to that first fight scene? Um, I know it's not a fight scene, but that kind of moving from one subject to the next, you know, in that fight scene, at the, I'm talking about the first episode, the end of it, mm. of season one, where Geralt goes and he goes through several people fighting them individually Love and then moving on. And this is almost in a similar style where... Oh, man. I thought this was great. I mean, uh, okay, so what happens then is uh, we're talking about the bit where, and I've got to say, I I, um, I realised my opinion of this Fringilla character, I kind of just thought, yeah, whatever. Like, I thought, I wasn't that excited by her. I just thought, okay, she's kind of a baddie. She's got a bit of a conscience, whatever. And then she did this. And I, I thought, I really enjoyed this scene <laughs> um, where the... Um, I guess the Nilf Guardians are all slagging her off, right? And then they all freeze out of nowhere. But they're not just frozen. They do it in such a good way where they're frozen, but their eyes are moving so they can look around, which felt kind of creepy and, like, very scary. Um, a bit like, um, have you ever had a, um, what do you call those uh, dreams where you can't move? Um, anyway. I thought that was, yeah, that came, like, that felt really creepy and weird. And then the way she, um, I didn't expect her to do this, I guess. But she just stabs that guy in the eye. Sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis, thank you. It's it's a bit like that, which is, I mean, if you've had that, it's quite, it can be quite scary. She just stabs that with, guy. With, with the eyes, though, because it's just the moving of the eyes. They're not breathing yeah. either. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's so weird. It's it's like it felt quite unique. Now I don't know if there's another thing where there's a scene where that happens, where everyone is frozen and they're slowly being killed. I've I don't think I've I've not seen that anywhere. But it felt like a very unique, you know, like uh, this isn't just trying to be other stuff. This felt like its own really good yeah. thing. Um, and she's just killing them one by one with this knife dagger. Is it? I don't know. Um, it's definitely the enjoy? dark side because you've become almost quite warm, Fringilla, mm. and now suddenly. Yeah. And these were the people that executed the elf earlier, wasn't it? So there was a bit of revenge there, which I should have seen coming, really. I should have known that when that happened, there's going to be some vengeance. But I didn't. I just didn't expect this at all. I thought it was great and well done to... You know, so much work would have gone into that scene. How many times so do you much they shot planning. it? I mean, I was trying to figure out how they did it because at first I thought, you know, there's that thing of like, are they just staying still really well? But of course they're not. It's, a, it's an effect where they are frozen. So they've had to sort of put the two images together, right? Of the eyes moving but then also the bodies remain completely still. They have to be, don't they? They yeah. can't twitch at all. It could, it could um, be googly eyes they've just put on. Is that what it was? Yeah. Just googly eyes. They just glued them on. Yeah. Oh, right. Wow. 
budget was running low effects. and they just thought this will work <laughs> put some googly eyes on um absolutely brutal and then she kind of tells car here like we're doing things my way and you know in that moment you just think you, you know you don't think she's gonna kill car here but you think god that must be scary to be him well i mean she was never gonna kill car here because we knew he's He's also, he's one of those characters that you know is going to be around. Although having said that, Air School, you know, I wouldn't have predicted that. Oh, but yeah. I think lots of lots of work has gone into building this character for Car here. Mm. Whereas, as I said, in The Witcher 3, the only mention of it I got was when someone out. Yeah, he had a horse that was owned by him. That was it. Someone said, that's oh, that's Car here's horse. Uh, I also made a note that, so there's a lot of... Um... There's a lot of Siri and Yen kind of running around. Um, I made a note that Siri's clothes look like she's just wearing modern clothes. That just proper... Did you notice? What, like, just H&M sort of thing? Yeah, it does. Like, if you look at her outfit in this episode, it's like, wait, is she... Yeah. Um, anyway, we get to... Uh... So then it all starts to kick off where... Um... Is this in this episode where... Uh... Yeah, she leads uh, Siri to that door and Siri's like, realises it's all, this has all been evil on, on Yen's part. And then we have some really, we have a really messed up scene where the elf, that elf couple with their baby, what happens to the baby gets killed? Yes. And then there's a know, fire. We don't know why don't know. or how yet, do we? No, I mean, so I've not watched the final episode. You have, and I'm sure a lot of listeners have by this point. I can't wait but, for you um, to watch this final episode. <laughs> I'm probably have so tonight. much to talk about. Okay, cool. Um, but in this, yeah, in this, um, uh, so so what I got from this was that uh, these characters have made a deal with this. It's a bit like making a deal with the devil, where you get all the things you want, but there's a kind of dark element to it. And you will owe something, or you know, they'll cut that. The thing will come and collect, or kind of they they have they they have the power to do whatever they want to you once they've once you made that deal, right? And it's a bit like it's gone back on its thing, and it's just like said, I'm taking the baby, and then the elves kind of catch fire, and they all die, right? Pretty horrible. I mean, you know, the other. The other link to sort of because it is a very deal with the devil thing, you know, like you said mm. that one thing for another. Can you think of another situation in The Witcher 3 where that was? Right, let me think. Hmm. A particular DLC? I, I can't remember. Man in the stone. Glass? What's that one? Hearts of Stone? What happens? So in The Witcher 3, Hearts of Stone, mm. um, there is the uh, there is that character who is immortal, if you remember. And then Geralt's got a scar on his face as well. Um, but he was helped out by the Man of Glass. And he was told to complete three tasks. And then in, in order to help out the Man of Glass. And then it turned out that... that um, that character, which is also the very first character the Geralt meets early on in the game as well, in the main yeah. game, 
turns out to be a devil that's made a deal with I forgot what the name of the character is. What's his name? The um the ginger, the ginger character, the redhead. Olgiard von Everek. Olgiard. Oh, that guy. Yeah. So he gives you the he's red like sword. A, he's well got like end. a David Beckham haircut. Yeah. But if you remember that yeah. um he was made immortal and then um Geralt completed the tasks, which meant that oh, yeah. he could have his soul. So he'd done a deal with with the devil in that sense. And obviously it's up to Geralt to try and help him after that. So so this oh, it's is creepy. It's almost like a little bit like that mm. in the way that, like you said, it's dealing in dark magic. Mm. So that's the end of the elf baby and the elves. Um, and then the episode ends with that thing, which we still, at this point, if you if you haven't seen the final episode, this voice that you hear uh, that's going in these characters' minds and influencing to do things has now gone into Siri's mind at the end. And obviously we know how powerful she is. This is not ideal. It's the last thing we wanted, isn't it? Mm. Well, as I said, next yeah. episode, there is so much to chew through. I'm really glad that I, maybe it's because I'm stupid, but I haven't figured out what's going on yet i can't wait you'll get when you see what happens right at the end of the last episode as well i'd be really interested to see if you knew all along something that's going on in this and also in the games because i've got to admit i did not put two and two together for a long time right okay all right well i'm looking forward to it that is the episode seven episode seven one more to go Voleth, mate and also, there is going to be more series. Obviously, they've mentioned that. Mentioned that they're working on that, so that's quite exciting. Have they mentioned any release date yet? Don't believe so. Um, but I'd be interested to see what if there's any new characters they bring in. Oh yeah, man! They got so many. You know, they yeah. Uh, I think the great thing about like Netflix and uh, one of the positives of sort of social media and everything is that. They can gauge what people want, right? Not that they give us everything we want, but it's like, I think they knew, like we said this before, but they knew the things people didn't like about the first season and basically just sorted it out for the second is, is how I feel. And yeah, they, uh, li- they listen, definitely. Yeah. Imagine if they just stubbornly, you know, were like, no, nah, we're just going to do it our way. Keep doing self-contained stories, weird timeline. We, I, I wouldn't have been happy, but I've very much enjoyed this so far. I can't wait for the finale. Okay, well, that's episode seven. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. And yes, and thank you. Please do give us five-star review. Leave a comment and say Baby Bell, so we know it's this episode you meant. And uh, tune in for the next and final instalment of the season. Um, just in time before we, uh, you and me go off to Edinburgh, actually, as well. Oh, yeah. Good timing. Yeah. Edinburgh Fringe. So once this finishes, you can, um, if you want to hear more of me and Bilal, uh, you can come up to the Edinburgh Fringe or just come to the show if you're already in Edinburgh. Um, I'm on at midday, 12 o'clock. At... I'm on at 5.30. So you just, just find us. You'll find us online somewhere. Yeah, not on the app, because there's no app. There's no app. I can't believe it. There will be an app. That's a whole thing. That's a whole... Anyway, 
All right, everyone. See you soon. See you later. Bye.